Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. Knowing your worth and taking action is is your pathway to the future. Uh, there is already a version of you that has accomplished everything that you desire to accomplish, but you have to work towards that version. Welcome to Everyone's Talking Money podcast. I'm your host, Shauna Game. There's no judgment, no dumb questions, just smart conversations about you and your money. So come on in and grab a seat. Everyone is welcome here. I have been following our superstar guest, Azalee Barclay, for so many years now. I had a serious fangirl moment during our conversation. Zaley, she is the founder of Start, Shoot, Grow, and she's a woman of color, an immigrant, an entrepreneur, and just this brilliant teacher who helps people know their worth and build a personal brand around their knowledge, expertise, and experiences. And as Zaley said in the opening, knowing your worth and taking action is so important to who you want to be. And I really believe this to your ability to crush your money goals. 
She knows a thing or two about this coming to America as a teenager from Trinidad, a small Caribbean island. She quickly had to learn how money works in America and how to value and price her worth to build financial freedom. Zaley believes that you have to start by shifting your perspective, really understanding your story, and then just not being afraid or intimidated to share it at work and in your personal life. So in this episode, you'll get a close personal look at Zaley's money story, including a few embarrassing money tidbits she openly shared with us all. You'll learn how to overcome people-pleasing so you can stand in your worth. Learn how to be confident in front of a camera or really any presentation. Hear what Zaley thinks it takes to be a successful entrepreneur this year. And you're going to get actionable tips to discover what financial freedom looks like to you and how knowing your worth is so closely tied to financial freedom. All right, let's start talking. Zaley, welcome to Everyone's Talking Money. It is so good to have you with us. Hi, Shauna. Thank you for having me. I am so excited and nervous because money is the craziest topic on the earth, but I am excited also and just ready. (laughs) (laughs) You're in good hands. I promise it will be painless. (laughs) So we are in this moment of female empowerment right now, right? With with women like solely propping up the economy. We've got the billion dollar Barbie movie. We've got uh, Beyonce's tour, Taylor Swift's tour, and I mean, it's it's exciting to to see that women are out there and we're really uh, using our voices and our talents and yeah. our powers and um, you know creating this this incredible economy. And I think there's also a lot to learn about the value and worth as a woman and creating mm-hmm. financial freedom and also just having our voice heard, which is really yeah. important. I was saying before we hit record, I've been a fan of yours for years now, and I love that you really help people uncover their worth and get on camera and share knowledge and not yeah. be afraid to to be out there, be, be in front of people. And I just kind of want to start it out with, I'm wondering, you know, what are some of your biggest money lessons that you've learned over the years about valuing your worth and also sharing it with other people? Yeah. Oh my gosh. I have so many. <laughs> um, <laughs> I could start off as, uh, or in just sharing, just being an entrepreneur and going through uh, the journey of charging, right? And charging your worth and dealing with situations like those. I would say that is one that I had to really learn more about as I grew, especially I like to tell, uh, say that I'm a recovering people pleaser because let me you. <laughs> oh, I'm in the same boat as you. I don't know if I'm fully recovered yet, but I'm, I'm on the journey. <laughs> yes, because you will get tested sometimes. Um, but honestly, being an entrepreneur and having people pleasing tendencies and not knowing that I I had no name for it in the beginning. I didn't know what it was. I didn't even identify clearly, um, you know, that I was a people pleaser or these things are things that people pleasers do. And so that would end up, you know, having a full scope of work <laughs> and the scope of work kept expanding. <laughs> and I'm still not saying, hey, I need to be paid some more for this. Or even initially in my pricing, being afraid or nervous or not feeling my, like my work was good enough, regardless of the praises I got from clients and customers. So that was definitely a money, um, something that I learned that I had to then start sharing and speaking about in the online space because so many people struggle with it, right? So it's hard. I mean, it's hard <laughs> to put a, a dollar amount on 
I don't know, your your skills or, and I, I think as a woman, it's n- yeah. maybe even more complex. I know a yes. lot of like my male friends are like, oh no, you should pay me thousands of dollars. And they <laughs> yes. just have no problem just throwing yes. out these big numbers. And, but I know from, from my own past, I've been an entrepreneur since I was in college actually. Yes. And, um, I know that those times when I just even like knees knocking would say like, you know, maybe I added like 20, 30, 40% onto yeah. what I really want to get paid. And people were like, oh yeah, okay, no problem. Oh, yeah, right. The ease of which they agree, like no brainer, send me the invoice. Right. <laughs> like, really? It's that easy? Yes. Really? Yes. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that's definitely one of the struggles that I had to overcome um, along my journey. And that is really tied to confidence as well, or even keeping up with the Joneses. I mean, in this, uh, in the, with the state of social media now, sometimes we feel tempted to feel like, um, you know, there are influencers out there and I like to differentiate, like I'm a business owner because I used to be an influencer, right? But I'm a business owner with a business and I doing content marketing, not creating content for, I don't get paid based on content creation. I get paid based on my business and what I'm able to, um, you know, solve or create for others. And, you know, there's the whole notion of, I get this from business owners all the time. Well, I don't have anything to share because I don't have like a fancy home and, you know, like a new car or any of the things that an influencer might be sharing and getting thousands of likes and replies. So that was another thing, like just finding a balance there in that, hey, I don't have to do that. (laughs) What I'm here (laughs) to do is to create content to help people to understand who I am, understand how I can help and help them to know, love and trust me. So that, that was definitely another thing that, you know, I had to navigate because coming from the influencer world, which I did, I had to transform my mindset And think about first my business. I want to be able to scale my business. I want to be able to hire people on. I I don't want to have expenses that are just for the show of it all kind of thing. (laughs) Right. Yeah. No, that is great advice. And you mentioned this word mindset. I'm I'm wondering how how do we change our mindset and start seeing our our talents as Mm -hmm. assets? Now that, Shauna, is (laughs) that is it's so much, uh, it's, I feel like it's a lot of internal work to really, because when you're creative, uh, you know, things come to you naturally and you kind of feel like, well, I don't have to charge a lot for this because it's so easy to me or it comes so easy to me. And I, I started learning that the things that come easy to you are the things that you should really charge the most for because that I like that. It means that, you know, you have that special gift and you were placed here to serve others with that gift and you shouldn't be shy about doing so. I think a lot of people just have that mindset of it's too easy. You know, it feels like something anyone else can do. That's the other thing. We think that everyone can do what we can do because (laughs) it comes so easy to us, you know, um, Example, I was explaining chat GPT to my mom yesterday. Oh, I bet that was a fun conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Right? And I had to remind myself, hey, be patient. She's not a part of this whole world, you know, this whole tech world that we have. Um, But, you know, in explaining it to her, I had to really chunk it down and break it down. And then I realized, 
oh, wow, like, you know, that's a whole, like, I can get into there and find any information I need or create whatever I want to in a heartbeat. But for someone else, it might, you know, be a bit more difficult. So that's just an example there. But uh, you should, if, if something comes easy to you, first of all, spend time mastering it, um, nurture it, and that will also help you to, um, you know, charge more for what you do because you're investing in yourself. Right. I Master think that's great advice, though, yeah. because it, it's it's so easy. You know, I've had this conversation with so many of my friends because I'm the money person. People always you tell me their yes. their innermost you know secrets and pains yeah. and fears, and and uh, you know I have a lot of friends who have gone, uh, especially since the pandemic, have started an, an entrepreneurial career and have left mm-hmm. the corporate world and struggle with that idea of this thing that I do is so easy for me. Yes. Should I really be charging X, Y, and Z? And I say, well, when you were in the corporate world and you were making a very nice salary and bonuses and perks, <laughs> you had no problem cashing that paycheck, right? Exactly. So it's it's the same thing. And maybe even so more now because your talents are able to shine in a way that maybe they weren't before. Yes. I completely agree. That's a really good way of putting it. That is so good because you're working for someone else anyway, right? And if you're making $60,000 at your corporate job doing exactly what you would be doing on your own, then hey, you know, I love that. That's a really good one, Sean. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, I listened to an interview as I was prepping for our conversation where mm-hmm. you talked about your grandma and you talked about crediting yes. her with your first money lessons about how to c- count money and profit and loss. And I, I love to talk about money story because I think yeah. it's, it's great to see that we all have these connections. We all have these stories. We all have these generational patterns around money that are passed mm-hmm. down good and some not so good, but it's just part of our story and who we are. I want to hear more about, about your grandma and the impact she made on you. I know. Thank you for asking about her. Um, Such a huge impact. I will always remember as a kid, she had a shop, uh, which is what we call in the Caribbean. I am from Trinidad and Tobago. And so uh, I would sit at her feet while she served customers, while she stocked and restocked. Like I would be in the shop with her. It was attached to the house, but you know, nice. at 6 a.m. we would both shuffle into that small space and I would spend so much time with her in there. And I would sit at her feet, I would read, I would play. Like I literally remember progressing <laughs> sitting <laughs> with her. Uh, and when it, you know, when I got to a specific age, she would really she was very focused on helping me learn how to count money, um, how to serve the people that were coming into the shop. I learned about like regular clientele, new people, you know, you would be like, well, I've never seen this person before or, you know, so it was such a great business lesson from so young. But I think she was really passionate about teaching me about money and earning money um, because even for herself, uh, you know, as a woman, she she didn't work for a long period of time. You know, she was a housewife for a long period of time. And then she realized, hey, you know, like my kids are older now. I, I do have grandkids, but I do want, I want to do something myself and make my own income. And so she really instilled that understanding into me from young. And my money story, I like to say it's a bit complicated. Because, they all are. <laughs> right? <laughs> if we're 
we're going to be really honest here. They all are. Exactly. I feel like growing up, I saw so much entrepreneurship. I I saw so much like, uh, I, if, if things were not great, I never knew. Right. So, you know, obviously there was sacrifice. I went to private school until I hit high school in Trinidad. And then, you know, I was merged with everyone else, like all the other kids. And I started feeling really awkward because I had things that they didn't have. Mm, um, yeah. When they'd ask, well, what school did you go to? And I would say, well, I went to St. Catherine's Prep. And they would be like, oh, <laughs> you're one of those girls. <laughs> so, you know, having to navigate that, I was so confused and didn't understand for a long while. I think even all of high school, I think I, I probably understood that recently. Like, okay, so I could understand why I had a tougher time in high school starting out at first um, until I, I don't know, everything became, I, I guess I just, you know, mixed in yeah. with everyone else kind sure. of thing, but really didn't understand just how, how much people were struggling. Um, and so that growing up, then graduating and then coming to college in the U.S., I had to start all over kind of my mom was in the US but I had to start all over and so now I had to like completely scale back. I remember um my grandmother would call and she would tell me, "Please come home. Your dad can take care of you." <laughs> like, "Please come <laughs> home." And I'm like, "No, I want to make it in New York." Which was wild. Now, I don't even know how I survived that. But getting into New York City and starting from scratch, that was a complete contrast for me from what I had the way I had been brought up. So that's a- another part of my money story. <laughs> you know? Yeah, I was going to ask you about that, like moving to the U.S. at at seventeen yeah. and and starting starting yes. over. I, yeah, I would imagine that has a big impact on just how you view financial freedom and and yes. the the I don't know the the steps you've taken to to get where you are now. It definitely, it definitely had, like, I always say, if I think about myself like 10 years ago and where I am now, I would never think that I would be where I am now. Um, just in, in every way, the, in my mindset, the, it's funny. I, I always had a seed of knowing that I would be okay, but to see it actually manifest and to know that I worked really hard and I'm still working hard for that to continue on is really thinking about myself as, you know, a college student running around Brooklyn, <laughs> trying to make ends meet. I had like five jobs in college. Yeah. So I mean, I say always- not, not an inexpensive place to, to make your landing here in the United States. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, <laughs> Exactly. Uh, but one way that I really learned about what I wanted, I would always say was babysitting. In college, I became a babysitter. And, you know, it was so, it was so crazy to me to go to these homes that were obviously million dollar spaces or multi-million dollar spaces and, you know, take the train and go back home to where I lived on the other end of Brooklyn. Right. So just such a contrast. And I remember um, one of my bosses were still so cool till this day. I spoke to her recently and I remember Back then, she asked me, um, you know, how much money do you need to to eat, you know, every week? And I said, oh, between 50, you know, f- like $50 would, would be fine. 
And she told me there is no way <laughs> you could live off of $50 a week. And in my mind, I'm like, I could live off of 30. (laughs) (laughs) You're like, let me show you how it's done. Let me show you. (laughs) You know, but just seeing the contrast, but also even though I was sacrificing and spending a lot of time uh, being a caretaker for these little kids, it taught me so much because I was able to see things that I feel like, you know, maybe I would not have seen. And so that kind of helped me understand, I know what I want because I can see it and feel it every single day. And now let's play your relationship with money is. All right. So your relationship with money is question number one. If you had to describe your relationship with money as a cartoon character, what would it be? I'm like, was Barbie a cartoon character? I don't know. I'm like, Barbie works. Okay. (laughs) I love it. All right. To how many times a day would you say you think about money? Uh, Countless times. (laughs) I'm always thinking about money. Um, But the beautiful thing is it could be in a good way or a bad way. So both, both ways, like, man, I want to, I want more of, of this, but also like, man, I am killing it. So yeah. <laughs> Number three, how would your life change if you had a billion dollars in your bank account right now? I, I love working, so I don't think I would stop working. However, I would probably vacation way more than I do right now. So <laughs> that's how it would change. I would travel like everywhere. That is, a, I approve of that answer. <laughs> <laughs> Number four, if you were granted a money do-over. What would it be? Ooh, a money do-over. I, it would be, I wouldn't do anything differently. I've learned way too much. I had to make those mistakes. So boring answer, but I think that's the truth. <laughs> the weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. 
That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash ETM to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash ETM. I'm sorry, but I have the best dog ever. Her name is Winnie Stardust. She is a mini golden mountain doodle full of life, and I would do just about anything to keep her happy, healthy, and safe. Today's episode is sponsored by the ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program. Your pet is part of your family and you want to do the best for them, but vet bills can really add up. We jokingly keep telling Winnie she needs to get a job to pay for her vet bill. That's why you should check out pet insurance. And with ASPCA Pet Health Insurance, you can focus on the care your pet deserves and cover what matters most. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program offers customized accident and illness plans, making it easier for pet parents like you to help your pet get the care they need. The ASPCA Pet Health Insurance Program has been around for over 18 years, and they've helped more than 600,000 pets during that time. They allow you to customize your plan, helping to ensure that your pet's plan is as unique as they are. Because vet bills can really add up, especially when you are least expecting it. It's simple. Use their app to submit a claim and you'll receive reimbursement for eligible vet bills directly into your bank account. To explore coverage, visit ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. That's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. Again, that's ASPCAPetInsurance.com slash ETM. This is a paid advertisement. Insurance is underwritten by either Independent American Insurance Company or United States Fire Insurance Company and produced by PTZ Insurance Agency Limited. The ASPCA is not an insurer, is not engaged in the business of insurance. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's so powerful. I think the what you're describing is this idea too that you're really present in your experience. And I think it's so often we could be in something where it might feel a little bit of a struggle to us and we want to escape it. We just want to get yeah. out from that place. But being able to be present in it and mm. uh, you know, have your eyes wide open and kind of look around and go, okay, well, what can I take from this? What can I learn? Yeah. And how can I be okay in this place? I, I was thinking I have a lot of friends right now that are 
in different um, money anxiety places and feeling the pinch of different things, or maybe a contract fell through or just, you know, life. And, you know, they, they always are asking me, you know, how do I get out of this place? And I'm like, you know what, let's change, let's change the vocabulary. Can it be, how can we be in this place? Yes. You got to sit in it. Yeah. Be able to have the chaos around us or have the unpleasant, uncomfortable money feelings and see what we can do in this place. And I, I'd given just a friend that advice a couple of days ago. And she's like, yeah. you know what? I decided, okay, I'm going to take action. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to... And I was like, see, see. She's like, but it was all uncomfortable. I'm like, it's always going to be uncomfortable. Always. I think people don't understand that. That That's the part right there. <laughs> it's always going to be uncomfortable because we tend to think that the next thing that you... Like, my life is going to change if I order this product from Amazon. <laughs> no, it's going to be the same. <laughs> I wish it so, was that yeah. easy. Yeah. Right? Uh, no, so what but... is what does financial freedom look like to you? Ah, uh, financial freedom. I feel like it, it shifts for me all the time. Uh I feel like every time I kind of, I move the needle, like or the thought or the vision, it it shifts and changes. I, I remember maybe two years ago, financial freedom was me um having an amazing credit score, paid off all of my student loans. Um, living comfortably, paying myself well, um, running a business where I'm able to pay myself and hire others. And so I've gotten there and I'm like, well, what's what's next? Like, what do I do next? Uh, so now I've started to think about, you know, obtaining real estate, although things are kind of wonky in that little space wonky, right little now. little wonky, yes. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, learning more about investing. So for me, I like to say I'm great at making money, but I'm still in the phase of learning how to do things like invest or right now I feel like I'm so focused on my business. Like how can I grow and scale this even more? So making sure that I always have uh, money to invest back into myself and invest into the company. So that's, that's really what I'm thinking about. Like that's my next like level, like being able to have different properties, being able to invest well. Uh, but I think I do have some like nerves around it as well. Although I know it's the right thing to do. I'm uh, proud to say that I'm still learning, but I'm very interested and open in understanding all of that stuff. It's a journey. And I, I find, uh, again, these things could be universal, uh, men, women, you know, yeah. these struggles could be universal, but I, I do find a lot. I used to work um, exclusively with female entrepreneurs when I was a a practicing certified financial planner. And I would, you know, see the story that you're sharing right now over and over and over again, where a lot of people were really good at making money, but it was then, uh, there was a fear of taking that money and then really building wealth or what do I do next with it? Or how to, you know, what if I make a mistake? What if I do something wrong? Maybe I better just leave it in the bank accounts and so, you know, it's really a, a process of, of working through those limiting beliefs or, and Definitely. I think a lot of this comes back to childhood and generations and it just the, the, you know, the fear that's been passed down around money. So I'm wondering as you, as you try to step into this next phase, what are some of those beliefs or obstacles that you're, you're kind of pushing against? Yeah, this is so good, Shauna, because I f- now you're making me like evaluate my life like, oh my gosh, 
So honestly, one obstacle that I'm currently like processing is uh, release it. Like I have money saved and it's like, oh, this looks so good. I never thought I could like have this amount of money in my bank account. And it's like, I don't want to let it go. You know, that's right. me holding on, <laughs> obviously, yep. Yep. me holding on to maybe it's just that I, I've i never seen that. And I feel like I don't want to let it go. Like you yeah. said, I don't want to lose it. So that's one thing that I'm currently like processing. Like, this looks so amazing. I can't. And it's also, um, it's also probably me thinking it cannot get better than this. Right. <laughs> Like, you can't possibly, right? Yeah, like, come on. Like, that's, I think that's one thing that I definitely um, struggle with for sure. Like, just holding on to what I feel. And I know it's wrong and I I know it needs to change, but you asked, so I'm sharing. (laughs) But that's definitely one of them. No, I appreciate the candor. And I think one of the things I, I try to always do on this show is, is help keep everybody listening to see how how similar we we all really are. Oh, yeah. We you know yeah. we have different amounts in our bank accounts and mm. um, you know different variables in our lives, but the things that we all are trying to do and the life that we're trying to create and the struggles that we have, they're all pretty similar. We just don't talk about money in this fashion. We tend to just yeah. want to talk about the success moments and you know the the moments that get the praise, but. This is really the real life and this is the, mm-hmm. you know, specifically if you're an entrepreneur, this is the the muck that you kind of go through, you know, yeah. trying to create that life you want to live. You're so right. I think even for me another one is it's still connected to that, but it's also like, all right, I could in, I can invest 25k in a mastermind or something, but I trust myself and I know I'll make my money back and more. Right. So I know I can, let's say six times that, or I can reap on my investment. But for me to give it to someone else to invest it, that's scary for me. Right. It's like, wait a minute. Do you know, do you really know what you're doing? This is my money. Are you going to be good with my money? I guess that is the fear around investing. I mean, that's the reason that a lot of people are really shy about. investing or real estate or whatever it might be is just like you said, there's a lot of unknown variables and you know, that's, that's the scary part. It is. It is. So you just got all of my, like I I put all of my business out there guys (laughs) today on the podcast. So (laughs) I love it. Okay, friend, I want to know, What are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com/etm. Here's what I love. 
Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash etm for your extended 30-day free trial. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, you are the founder of Start, Shoot, Grow, and yes. you're a visual content creation coach and educator. Mm -hmm. Like I said, I've, I've followed you for years, and we've talked about that we are in this, this content-driven society now, mm -hmm. whether we like it or not. I think even if you work in a company, 
you still need to be able to showcase your skills, whether it's in a presentation or on camera or whatever it might be. We can't hide in the corner anymore. And I think, you know, now we're in this place where everything needs to be distilled down into like 10 seconds or, you know, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's just crazy. Sometimes I look at my social media real stats and I'm like, people only watch this for like three or five seconds. I'm like, <laughs> do I even get a word out before <laughs> before they hit like and move on? Exactly. And I think there's also a fear that a lot of people have that you're going to mess up, that you're not yeah. going to be perfect, that you're not going to know what to say, or it's not going to translate. So I'm just curious if you could you could give us some tips on how do we how do we show up? How do we present ourselves on camera and not be worried about whatever happens after the fact? Yeah, that's such a good, good question. And I love that you said this is for everyone. Like even if you are um, at a nine to five, I've had customers uh, or clients actually who have actually been able to get on camera at work and up level and like get promoted, like keep climbing. Um, So any, I believe in building a personal brand. I believe in doing that while being visible on camera. And when you're first starting off, you are going to be scared. I remember cold sweating when I first started doing live videos. Um, I still get nervous before every live session, every masterclass. I was nervous here. <laughs> but now I'm like, you know what, Sean, we're, we're friends, friends So, yeah. you know, we... <laughs> right. But um, I would say... Think about this as the long game. You're playing for the long game. And the beauty of playing for the long game is you don't have to say everything all at once. You don't have to get it all in there. If you make a mistake, you can get back on and say, hey, guys, (laughs) I made a mistake. Uh, I think it's really important for us to think about content as a conversation. So, I mean, Shauna and I are creating content right now in this moment. It's really just a conversation. And so when you're creating uh, content and you're putting it out into the world, it's just like having a one-to-one conversation with someone else. And so hopefully thinking about it like that can help you to calm your nerves a bit. One thing that I love to do is I'll make sure I have that conversation offline before I do it like online or on a pre-recorded video or going live. For example, I have a training tonight and as soon as my husband gets in the door, I'm going to talk it over with him because by the time I deliver it, it's going to be the second round and I'm going to be way more confident, excited. He's probably going to throw some things back at me, you know, like, (laughs) so, so it's just a conversation. Content is genuinely a conversation. And how do we pull out a point of view? How do we pull out like what our story is so that we actually know what to talk about? I think it's really important for you to understand your story before you start creating content. Um, I don't, and not you, you can start and figure it out along the way because I do also genuinely believe that we're creating stories every day. Like, I will never forget me telling everything on this podcast just now. That's a story in itself, right? So I feel like we're creating stories every single day. So that's one thing. Like maybe it's just that you're sharing a perspective shift that you had today or something that happened today that really was impactful for you or, you know, um, something that you feel like would be valuable to your client or customer. But I think it's really powerful to understand your story. And I, I now I teach that with such, uh, 
<sighs> such passion because years before I wasn't telling my story until ConvertKit said, hey, can we do a story on you? And the way that they pulled my story apart, I had never thought about it in that way and realized how interconnected my past life and my current life are and even my future life and what it's turning into. And so I think when you sit down, it's funny because I taught a masterclass on this yesterday (laughs) in my membership. When you really tap into your story, you start seeing how aligned you are with where Mm, you're supposed to be and with where you are currently. I think there's such beauty in that because a lot of us walk around wondering, am I supposed to do this? Is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Like, I'm not too sure. Um, I'm afraid to try because maybe this isn't it and I'll start and stop and embarrass myself. No. Like when you start understanding your roots and, and you know, your your entire journey, it kind of solidifies. You start believing, oh man, it is already written. I was placed here to do this and maybe this is this era and there's another era after this one. Like one thing I love about you, Shauna, is that you've been through different eras of your (laughs) journey. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. I love that is so beautiful in itself. So I really believe that when you understand your story and you're able to deliver it, um, it, There's so much power in that. And last thing, AI is so prevalent right now that your story is going to be the thing that makes people pay attention because we're all going to be saying the same thing. Yeah, right. (laughs) Right? We're all going to be sharing three reasons why you should. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, I hope not. Yeah, it's funny. My husband and I were just having a conversation about AI the other day. And um, he was like, he's a writer and he's also the producer of the show. And, you know, he's like, gosh, I mean, it's like, it's like taking my, my job away. And I was trying to say, yeah, I get that. But I I think there's this sweet spot where there there still needs to be a human, there still needs to be that story and that human element. And I think, you know, anyone listening, if you're, if you're using AI, like, I've found, you know, I can use AI and I can I can get, you know, some things for the podcast and I can get some title ideas. But then there's like, okay, but I need to like put Shauna in there and, and, yes. and bring them to life. Yes, you're absolutely right. And I think the more that uh, you understand that as a business owner in this day and age, it's definitely going to help you stand out. AI is helpful, but it's still not you. Right. And so that's that's going to be the the differentiator with brands as we continue to grow. So talk to me a bit about confidence. You you talked about it early on in the conversation. How do we get yeah. more confident? How do we get more confident in our in sharing our worth? How do we get more confident on yeah. camera? You know what? Confidence really comes from taking action. As much as we think, and if you're listening, listen to me well, confidence is fleeting. You're never going to wake up and be confident. And now I'm the most confident person in the world. And that's it. No, like it, it, it fluctuates. But the best way to garner confidence is to do the thing, right? It's to do the thing and observe what happens as you're doing it. So I like to say action is always going to bring you clarity. So you got to take action. You got to look at what you did. And then keep asking yourself, okay, what's next? And you're gonna you're gonna hear it. 
intuitively, you're going to know what the next best thing is for you to do to keep on moving. But confidence is really, um, really by taking action. So get yourself in a room or around people who are already doing what you desire to do. And, or, or yeah, if they're already doing it, then you're uncomfortable and you're like, I have to show up. So get yourself amongst people that are, you know, are already doing well in business or are already on camera, already creating. You have to get yourself in spaces with people who are doing the do. <laughs> <laughs> I like that, that are doing the do. Yeah. Yes. So where in your journey did you say, okay, I'm going to be the person, I'm going to be the expert that teaches people how to be on camera, how to show up? How did that happen in your journey? Oh, man. It really, I used to be online talking about beauty and fashion and I, I'm a creative at heart, which is why I feel like for people that are naturally creative, uh, confidence is even harder for us. I remember looking at an interview where, um, they were speaking about art school and they were speaking about, um, the professor saying that he's not worried about the people who aren't that great. He's worried about the people that are super talented because those are the ones that hide their talent the most. Oh, oh. I believe it. <laughs> right? A thousand percent I would agree with that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's so true. And so me seeing things like that and understanding things like that, I just realized that I have to put myself out there because it's never going to one day just change. <laughs> right? Uh, and so just in understanding that, I started sharing tutorials and things like that. And one thing people would always, they would always ask, what camera are you using? Um, I would buy anything that you sell because, you know, I spend so much time with you while you're on camera. People begin to trust you. Uh, and so in that, I started then deciding, hey, I want to help people get on the other side of, because also at that time of influencing, oh my gosh, your income fluctuates so much because <laughs> you're not in control of it, right? You're waiting for a brand to see you and decide, eh, maybe we will pay her, maybe we won't. Maybe we'll send her free coffee or free tea or something. And I'm like, my landlord does not accept <laughs> coffee. <laughs> it would be so me. nice, right? <laughs> exactly. So um, in doing that, I realized that by just showing up, uh, and showing my personality, being myself, people loved that. So then I moved over to helping people get confident on camera. And then um, it also just morphed into working with a company like Thinkific that is an online course platform. They saw me selling one of my courses and asked me to become one of their experts. I'm really great at teaching and sharing and creating curriculum and design. So just all of my skills and the things that I love doing, I started helping other people do so. Then I started helping corporations do so. And then it, it just kind of snowballed. But all of that came from a video. <laughs> wow. So, I mean, it, it yes. just speaks to the power of it, right? Yes. 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 I have had situations where people said to me, I don't know what you're selling, but I'm buying it. <laughs> right? And I'm like, wait, That is what? a great spot to be in, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> so what's the, what's the like ultimate goal? What's like, wh what's the place you're, you're aiming towards? 
You know what, Shauna? I am in a season where I I don't know what that is, honestly. And I years ago, I would have been so ashamed to say that. <laughs> but right now, I don't know what that looks like. I, and sometimes I have seasons where I can see clearly like what I want next. And sometimes I have seasons where I can't. And I'm currently in a season where I don't know. But I do know whatever is coming is going to be so good. <laughs> hey, I mean, that that's a I vision in itself. It. I love that. And trust. Yes. I, I love the trusting. I think the older we get, yeah. it, it, it's it's potentially easier to trust. Okay, something something's yes. going to land in my, agree. my lap or something's going to develop. Or, and, and for me, it's just, yeah. I, I've learned that I have to stay open, particularly as an entrepreneur. Yes. And if something pops in my head about an idea or somebody, I yeah. oh, I should contact X, Y, or Z. I should just go ahead and do that. Exactly. <laughs> like that's the sign. That's yes, the sign. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that is exactly it. And like you said, just with age, I feel so much more uh, at peace. Not like when I was younger, I had to have it all planned out, and then you realize that this plan is just Does God laughing work. at you because yeah. it's not. It's not going to pan out in that way. But, you know, uh, now I am really, I'm really happy that I can honestly say that to you. Like, I don't know, but I know it's going to be good. (laughs) Hey, I like that. Well, I believe that, you know, a big part of knowing our worth is also it's having this healthy relationship with money and and that it takes time. It takes time for all of us. And I think it takes this understanding of where you come from and and spotting maybe false money beliefs that are there, getting rid of yeah. some things, working on being intentional every day. A lot of things we're talking about, like letting go of perfectionism, just so many things to cultivate a healthy relationship with money, whether no matter what we do for a career or if we're stay-at-home parents, it's we we all yes. have to to cultivate this and really understand our worth and understand that the amount of money in our bank account does not is not an indication of our value and worth as a human, which I think is really important to you. I would love for you to leave us with, I don't know, like a like a mini TED talk or something about, <laughs> you know, why knowing our worth and taking action on it, why is it so important? Uh, knowing your worth and taking action is is your pathway to the future. Uh, there is already a version of you that has accomplished everything that you desire to accomplish, but you have to work towards that version. So, uh, you know, if there's anything that you do is to keep that version of yourself in mind so that you can act as if, because I honestly feel like that's how I got here. Just and you have to put yourself in that position of seeing what that can look like for you. Um, and and that allows you to take action, right? Um, you will come across times where you feel like along the journey where you feel like, I can't do this. This is impossible. Maybe I, I'm not meant to do this. Um, why is she doing it? And I'm better than her. And I'm over here. And it's not working out for me. Stay the course. <laughs> You're going to feel the, that way. You're going to have, you're human. You're going to have emotions. You're going to feel jealousy. You're going to feel anger. You're going to feel joy. You're going to feel all the things along your journey. Like Shauna said, feel them. <laughs> okay. And so as you, you go along and you continue to take action, it is inevitable 
just keep th- playing for the long game, keep thinking about the long game and keep going. And it's going to it's going to happen. I think my biggest takeaway from this episode and we've had so many guests on this show echo it and yet every time I hear it it just really hits home that we really have to show up, know our worth, be confident in our skills and then not to be afraid to share that with the world. However you do that, if that's just in your small community, if you're an entrepreneur and you're showcasing a product or a skill, or even if you work for a company and you're just having to show up every day and and be your best. So I just, I really want you to walk away with a fresh perspective on how important you are and how worthy you are. And know that that is going to lead to financial freedom. If you don't follow Zaylee already, you can follow her on Instagram. She's at Zaylee Barclay and her website is also startshootgrow.com. I'll have that all linked in the show notes, as well as the amazing sponsors who make this show possible. If you haven't done so already, please head over to whatever app you're listening to this episode in. Leave us some stars and a review for this episode. I would really appreciate it. It's what helps our show keep going and growing. As always, I will see you back here in a few days for a brand new episode. (music) 